Welcome to the CEO Moms Building Wealth Podcast, where we redefine success and empower moms to thrive in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Kimberly, a wife, mom to four young kids, tech strategist, and business owner times three. We'll dive deep into the unique journey of moms who are taking charge, building businesses, and creating wealth, because we know that life is about so much more than just financial success. Join us as we explore the stories, triumphs, and challenges of these incredible women who are balancing entrepreneurship, motherhood, and everything in between. We'll discuss strategies for building thriving businesses, nurturing our relationships, and taking care of ourselves. Because let's face it, being a mom and a CEO requires a superpower. This isn't your average business podcast. We keep it real, raw, and relatable. Just genuine conversations with amazing CEO moms who are rocking their lives while building wealth on their terms. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, find a cozy spot, and get ready to be inspired, empowered, and know that you're not alone. Together, we'll shatter glass ceilings, redefine success, and show the world that being a CEO mom is the ultimate superpower. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the CEO Moms Building Wealth Podcast. As I was planning out some of the solo episodes for this year, I realized that I've never actually done a full episode on what tax strategy really is and what it can mean for your business and personal wealth building journey in the truest financial sense. And it's so funny because whenever I give expert presentations in groups or I'm a guest on other people's podcasts, I talk about it all the time and I realized I need to share this goodness with you too. So I like to break income taxes down into three buckets, tax preparation, tax planning, and tax strategy. Today, we're going to dive into what tax strategy really is. Like I'm really going to break it down for you and explain it. And then I also want to share with you the difference between tax preparation, tax planning, and tax strategy, or at least how we approach it here at the Terra CPA firm, because um, I think that all of these words get thrown around and we all need to understand exactly what each one means. When it comes to taxes or even just the word taxes, we only hear and think about one part of the equation. And that's the tax preparation. You probably think about April 15th, owing money, hopefully, maybe a refund, the IRS comes to mind, right? Nothing too good usually. And tax preparation just leaves you in a reactive state with your finances. When you only focus on tax preparation, You're simply just recreating your year in a historical way. You're basically taking the numbers from your year and then telling the IRS how much you made in your business, what your expenses were, and how much net income you have left over, which is what you're going to pay taxes on. If you have a W-2 job or rental property, maybe some investments, you're going to tell them all about that too. And... You probably dread it each and every year. And on some level, you hate that the government requires you to do it. You know you don't have a choice, but to either figure out how to file these complicated forms or you have to pay someone to do it for you. 
So now you just feel like you're being forced to pay for something that you don't even really want to do in the first place. And that doesn't even count how hard it is to know if you've chosen a qualified tax professional or not. If we take it a step further, that's where we start looking at what I like to call tax planning. Tax planning and tax strategy definitely get interchanged a lot, but to me, they're very different. I I really hear a lot of people refer to strategy as planning. But tax planning is when you sort of do the math, so to speak, to figure out what you're going to owe in taxes for the year. Let's call that step one. And then you divide that amount by four to break it up into four quarterly estimated tax payments. That'll be step two. As a CEO mom, you need to do this so that you don't get penalized by the IRS for waiting until April 15th of the next year to pay them all of the money that you owe them. They don't like that. And you can actually go to episode, I think it's episode 73, where I talk all about the IRS's new increased penalties, why you need to be paying your estimated taxes on time, um, because that's really important in the tax planning. And it's important not to skip this step. I'm not saying that tax planning isn't important, but there's not a whole lot to it. And I just think that the words get used interchangeably a lot. And to me, planning isn't strategy. The real value, what I really love, what I am lit up by is the tax strategy. I love it because it's a challenge and a puzzle and fun. I know you're probably thinking I'm crazy right now um, (laughs) because you're like, there is no way that's fun. But it's also such a gift that we can bring to our CEO mom clients. I mean, let's be honest. Not a lot of people out there get excited about this like I do and not a lot of professionals out there understand it like our firm does because it's it's really all we focus on. Tax strategy is proactively implementing advanced strategies that are going to reduce how much you need to pay in taxes each year. It's coming up with creative but legal and ethical loopholes that you can use in your business to reduce your taxable income. It's going to educate you more about taxes so that you can make strategic choices with your business expenses and your business growth. And it can actually reduce the negative impact of an audit because you're documenting more. That's probably one of the biggest apprehensions I hear to tax strategy, right? Is, well, I don't want to trigger an IRS audit. And while it may not reduce your audit risk, it's going to reduce the negative outcome of an audit, which is great. And most importantly, for tax strategy, you're walking away with so much more value and more money, right? When you engage 
in proactive tax strategy all year long. So to use numbers here for an example, because I personally think numbers make everything easier to understand, hopefully you do too. Let's say you're going to owe $40,000 in taxes for the year. We're in the start of 2024 right now. So you're going to owe $40,000 in taxes for 2024, calculated based off of last year. If you're just doing tax planning, that means you would need to know to make four tax payments of $10,000 by the due date each quarter. But the problem with that is, what if 2024 doesn't look like 2023? So you're basing your 2024 numbers off of 2023. But that's all tax planning is. When we're creating a tax strategy for a client though, we're looking at what can we do to make that number, that $40,000, what can we do to make it $30,000 or even $20,000? Because every dollar we save our CEO moms goes back into their business or their family. And how cool is that? What a gift to be able to start building wealth. You know, I do want to say here that I want to make sure you know that not all tax professionals do tax strategy and they definitely don't do it well. I mean, heck, I've, I've even seen, <laughs> I've seen some real lack of tax planning out there recently. And that really gets business owners into trouble when they aren't making their quarterly estimated tax payments at minimum or the amounts aren't correct. And I also want to add, I'm not saying that some tax preparation professionals aren't good at the prep work. They are. They're fantastic tax preparers. They just don't actually do strategy. They don't know about it. Their, their minds don't think that way. That, that's, they're, they're reactive. They're just trying to get all of their tax returns prepared. They don't want to work during the summer. They don't want to talk about strategy when it's not busy season. You know, I like to use the analogy of going to an internal medicine doctor versus a neurosurgeon, internal medicine, like like a family doctor, like a PCP. Back when I was in college, my freshman year, my dad needed neck surgery for a disc that was in his neck. And he went to the neurosurgeon, right? Because the neurosurgeon specialized in just that type of surgery where he was going to have to be cutting into his neck. We would have never let his PCP cut into my dad's neck right like his PCP was great and a nice guy but he didn't have the specialized training for neurosurgery and we weren't my mom and I weren't willing to take any chances there right this is the exact same same type of specialization in the accounting industry right I'm the neurosurgeon here putting all of the complex pieces of the puzzle together for you for our CEO mom clients right while a regular preparer just isn't trained to do that. It's not their fault. They're just not trained and educated on that. And they, they don't practice it um, month in and month out. Another important thing I want to mention is that a well-executed tax reduction plan has multiple strategies and should be effective for quite a few years if possible. More importantly though, ongoing tax planning and strategy means adapting your strategies as your business grows and changes. And it's honestly never too early to start tax planning and strategy so that you can use your business to pay less in taxes. 
And, you know, I get asked a lot, what's the best month or the best time of year to start proactively strategizing? And my answer is always January. And if you want to know the next best month, if you miss January, it's February. And, it, you know, it's, I'm not trying to be funny, but right now is the absolute best time to start tackling your 2024 strategies. And again, you know, I'm a numbers person. So if a strategy is going to save you, um, let's say $1,000 each month of the year, right? You get to multiply those savings times 12 if you start in January, right? That's a total of $12,000 for the year. But if you wait until October, you only have $3,000 for the year because you only have October, November, and December to save that $1,000. So you're losing out on $9,000 simply by waiting. But in order to do this tax strategy thing effectively, right, in order to actually use your business to pay less in taxes, your numbers must, must, must always be up to date and accurate. I'm going to add that in there too. And I mean, honestly, even without worrying about taxes, your numbers need to be up to date, period. I I feel like I'd be remiss as a CPA to not say that, right? Because all of your business decisions should be made based off of data, or they should at least start with data. And, you know, I've had someone in the past reach out to us via Instagram and, you know, it was October and she wanted to work with us. She heard me on a on a podcast that I guested on and I asked her, you know, started asking some questions about gross revenue, net income, and she didn't have any of that information. So I had to refer her to a bookkeeper because I couldn't, I, how do I, how, how did I know what kind of tax strategy she needed? We didn't, we didn't know where she stood. We didn't know how much she would even owe in taxes. We didn't have any of that information. And, you know, if it's October and you only know your income because of what's been deposited into your bank account, then you only know your gross revenue, not even your net income. So it's a start, but your income taxes, thankfully, are based on your net income, which is after you deduct your expenses. So if you don't have accurate numbers or you don't keep them up to date each month, you can't know what tax strategies you need the most to be able to save. And when considering tax strategy, I want you to remember that unless your business files taxes as a C corporation, your business income is passing through to your personal income tax return. This means that your tax strategies and proactive planning are for your entire individual tax return as well as your business income. So you need to be sure to consider things like your partner's income, if you have rental income from rental properties, investment income from you know investment accounts, stocks, things like that, so on. And so sometimes I'll even see quote unquote tax strategists, they're looking at the business, but they're not looking at the business with the individual and it all works together. It has to be a cohesive plan. So with our CEO mom clients who work with us year round on their tax strategy, we're also working on their mindset and them truly stepping into their role as a CEO, as a business owner. We are teaching them and guiding them on how to turn ordinary expenses into legitimate business deductions. 
A great example I like to use here is benefiting more from deductible travel expenses. I mean, who doesn't want to travel more and be able to legally deduct it as a business expense? (laughs) So, I mean, I know I do. So the question then becomes, how do you follow all of the IRS's rules, but piggyback your personal travel with business travel, and then be able to write it off as a bona fide business deduction? This, this, this idea, this concept is how you strategically use your business to pay less in taxes. And without getting into all of the specific details here, because we probably need an entire episode to do that, there are different rules for your travel. Is it in the U.S.? Is it international? Is it less than a week? Is it more than a week? But knowing these things ahead of time and thinking about where you want to go, you can creatively plan a tax-deductible trip. And maybe even it's not 100% deductible, but there's opportunities for it to be 50% deductible. And if you're spending $10,000 on a trip, 50% is still $5,000 of a deduction. Another tip that I want to mention here while we're talking about um, tax strategy is that going out and buying something at the end of the year is not a tax strategy. If your professional is telling you to do that right now, if they've ever told you that, you need to go find a new one. Unless you've been planning to buy that item or it can really provide an ROI, return on investment in your business, you're actually just spending your hard-earned cash. Let me, let me give you some numbers again. I feel like I'm giving you a lot of numbers today, but I like the numbers. I think, it, I think it helps explain in real time what I'm talking about. So if you are going to buy something that is going to cost you $2,000, you'll likely save about 800 in taxes max. That means you're still out $1,600 in cash, maybe more. This is usually what we see from business owners towards the end of the year, right? When they haven't been proactive and they're not working with a professional or they're working with a professional who doesn't actually do tax strategy and tax planning. And they think that they have no other options to pay less in taxes. But it really just winds up costing them more money if they didn't really need that item. And that's why I truly never recommend DIYing your tax strategy or or getting any of your tax advice from TikTok or Instagram because most of the people I see putting the advice out there, they're not even tax professionals. And, you know, you didn't, I want you to remember that you didn't go to school to become a tax accountant. And to be honest, basic budgeting, tax preparation and accounting, like it's barely even taught in school at all. Something that really needs to be changed in my opinion. But again, I could probably do an entire episode on that rant. Maybe I will one day. But working with someone who knows the tax code and is creative and proactive throughout the year, it's an investment in your tax savings and your financial wealth building journey. And remember that while many business owners assume that their accountant is taking care of all of this for them, My decade of experience has shown me that that's not usually the case. So please don't assume that your accountant is really thinking about tax strategy for you. And in fairness, if you've only engaged them for tax preparation, if you've only paid them for tax preparation, you haven't asked them to do tax strategy for you. You need to have that conversation about what does 
proactive tax planning and strategy look like? How much is it going to cost? Because it is not the same as tax preparation and it is not going to cost the same as tax preparation. It's an investment. And if you want any more insight um, into what different types of accounting pros there are and which one you might need now or next in your business, um, you can go back to episode 65 uh, where I talk about that in detail and I give you some things to look for when you're choosing the right professional if that's something that you need to work on right now. You know, look, I know this isn't the exciting part of entrepreneurship that you wake up excited every day to do, right? But this also isn't the part of business that you can or should pass off to someone else on your team. Not only do you need to be aware of all of this for your success, for the success of your business, but it's for your personal wealth building too. But more importantly, you are ultimately responsible when you sign your income tax return as the taxpayer. Same for your business, if it's a pass-through entity to your individual income tax return. Now, I'm not saying that you should be in the day-to-day bookkeeping or the weekly payroll processing, but the taxes and the business growth and the strategies and the year-round conversations with your CPA, they have to be understood and owned by you. And so... As we close out today's episode, I know it was jam-packed, I want to remind you that tax planning and strategy is not just for the rich, especially tax planning. If you're a CEO mom who has any amount of profit, even if you just consider it a side hustle, but it's profitable, you definitely should be doing tax planning and paying those quarterly estimated taxes. And if you're a CEO mom service provider whose gross revenue is getting close to six figures or you've surpassed six figures, you need to start thinking about taking it to the next level with some tax strategy. You can even book a free consult call with me so that we can chat about your needs and if we'd be the right fit to partner with you on your tax journey. And if you're not close to the six-figure mark yet, but profitable, um, we have some great resources for you like uh, our quarterly tax calculator and our 205 tax deductions ebook, which um, I'll make sure we put those in the description for you in case you want to take a look at those. Um, Okay, that was a jam-packed episode today. If you have any follow-up questions at all, send me a DM over on Instagram at Tara CPA Firm, and y'all have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the CEO Moms Building Wealth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and found inspiration in the stories of our incredible CEO moms. If you found value in this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend who could benefit from our empowering conversations and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more listeners. This ensures we can continue to deliver content that resonates with you and together we can create a community of CEO moms who uplift and inspire one another. And remember, building wealth is about more than just financial success. It's about creating a life that fulfills and empowers you. So keep thriving, chasing your dreams, and nurturing your relationships. You're an extraordinary CEO mom. See you next time.